Hey y'all, hey. Welcome back, such a ladies. If you are tuning back in, welcome back, fam. And if you are new to such a lady, take your shoes off, relax, light a candle, and make yourself at home because you are definitely at home now. Um, now, shout out to Rachel. Sis, don't get me wrong if I mess it up. I think Roth, who was kind enough to let us know that she listens to such a lady while she's at work. Now, listen, we definitely appreciate you for that. Um, and then Maggie, who made my entire day with her beautiful message um, and her adorable voice from Australia. I could absolutely listen to you talk all day. And I'm so glad that you get me because I literally don't purposely try to mess these folks' names up. I write them down. I even put like the little, I write them down the way that I think they're supposed to be pronounced so that it's easier for me. And then I get on here each week and mess these folks' names up. But it's not on purpose. It's just a me thing. Okay. I'm so sorry, Maggie. I'm work on it, especially since you noticed it. Um, now, before we get into our next toxic love story gone wrong, I would like to shout out Michelle Massey, who made sure to let us know that she was looking for us. Like for real, sis legit found <laughs> um our bossed up candles page and was like, Hey, look, I am trying to follow you on Facebook on such a lady, but it's not let me, can you please send me a link? And so when I messaged her back, she was like, Oh, I messaged you on your candle page so that, um, (laughs) I could get your attention. So I just want you to know that that has been on my mind so much that I want you to, uh, I'm going to message you and I'm going to send you a free candle because I definitely appreciate you. You do not have to, you do not have to go through all that work and it does not go unnoticed. So definitely I'm going to be messaging you sometime today so that we can um, get the details to send you out a candle. So thank you so much on that. Um, We have also been sponsored by Bossed Up Candles, which is uh, me. Guess what? So... (laughs) No, no, all joking aside, I was just thinking, like, why come I can't sponsor myself? Like, why come I can't, like, I can do whatever I want to do. I mean, we wanted to do the podcast. Now we got such a lady. We want some merch. So guess what? We are sponsored by Bossed Up Candles. Don't nobody got to know but us. So listen, we'll get more into that later. But let's get back to the toxic love story because that's what y'all came here for. Y'all didn't come here about no candles. But if y'all like candles, hey. Bossed up candles is the place to be. Um, so <laughs> but no, so um, because we love women and all things related to women, unfortunately, toxic things as well. Um, I was thinking like some crazy stuff happened this week. Like, did y'all hear about the lady who was mad that she went to McDonald's and I guess they messed, they gave her some fries. The fries were cold. And then um, she called her son. And she called him and apparently she gave the fries back. She said that they took the fries off the top and put hot fries in there, left the cold fries at the bottom. So she called her son and she was pissed. Her son goes up to McDonald's. There's a confrontation. He shoots this young man in the neck and the young man ends up passing away. Like that is so crazy. And then it was the other chick at the gas station who set her boyfriend on fire, went, got the gasoline, poured it on him in the car, set this man on fire. Witnesses said that they saw the skin melting off of this man's body. Like, like, I just can't understand. Like, this is why such a lady is here, because I cannot understand. 
I want to understand, but I can't understand. Like, we'll be going through some of these folks' minds because I don't know. I don't want to go to jail. But listen, that's what I'm just saying. So, um, but some fries, though, like a mother will have to bury her son because another mother chose violence. Like, that is so crazy. Um, a mother is supposed to protect her children. And in our next toxic love story gone wrong, I believe that um, Eunice Bath, now, don't hold me to that. Eunice, yeah, I'm, I practiced that. But bad, I could be wrong. But anyway, Eunice died. I believe she died trying to protect the baby that was growing inside of her um, the night that she was shot to death. Um, her fiance, Seth Adu, was killed as well. But he had a much more painful death. And then... I thought that sounded stupid because ain't all deaths painful? Like, don't, I mean, do you? But then I thought about it because not all deaths are painful because I remember when my um, husband passed away and it like bothered me so much because I wanted to know like if I felt so guilty because I was asleep when he passed away. So I didn't know if like, I how long had he been laying there? Like, could I have helped? And um, they said that he had passed away from a massive heart attack. So it most likely was very, very quick. And so um, he didn't feel anything, but I don't know. I mean, I just feel like any way of dying is painful. Like in my mind, that's how it's wrapped around. I don't care if you die in your sleep. I just feel like it's painful because you're dying. Like, <laughs> I'm just be honest. So, um, anyway, uh, Seth, like he did die a painful death though, because like he had defensive wounds. Like you can definitely tell that this man was fighting for his life. And, um, although Eunice had only been shot once in the head, Seth had been stabbed over 40 times. So like that was overkill. Like somebody, I mean, like if you watch crime shows, you know when something is, somebody just did it because, and then when somebody just took the time, it was some, it was some feeling behind it. And I feel like it was some feeling behind it because she only got shot one time, but this man got stabbed 40 times. So it sounds like if we're looking at it, somebody was pissed at him. And um, when you look into the details, the police wondered who would be so angry with this man and this pregnant woman because Eunice was about three months pregnant. They was like, who would do something like this to this man? Um, and the first person that they could think of, you know, because of course they think of the spouse. Well, um, Eunice wasn't Seth's spouse. She was his fiance. Um, Seth did have a wife and her name was Sheila. And Sheila is the the star of our toxic love story gone wrong. She's the such a lady today, okay? Now, um, now when Sheila and no, good Lord Jesus. When I told y'all I got an issue with names, when Seth and Eunice were stabbed, um, it was a bad crime scene. The police came, they noticed that there were two pair of um footprints, so they knew that there were two attackers. It wasn't possible that there could only be one because there were two footprints, and it was um when they start doing the research and stuff like that, their footprints weren't the same. So they start looking and things of that nature. Now, they start talking to people and they find out that Sheila was married to Seth and they had been for over 10 years, but they had recently separated. Um, 
They didn't have any kids together. Seth did have a daughter before, but he didn't have any children with um, Sheila. Now, they met when Seth worked at a grocery store. He was 24, and he had just migrated here from um, Ghana, and he had several siblings, but you could definitely tell that he was a go-getter. He absolutely was. He came over here, and although he was working at a grocery store, that wasn't, you can definitely tell that wasn't going to be the end of Seth's story. He was here to get something done. So the grocery store was just a meant, an end to amends. I mean, it means to an end, y'all. Jesus. Uh, what if that lady tell me I need a new tongue? Y'all bear with me. So uh, it was just that. It was just to help him get through school. And so while he was working at this grocery store, there was this older lady that would come in. Now, I ain't even mad at Sheila. Like, listen, I done been a cougar before. Listen, I have. Would I do it again? Definitely not. <laughs> I would not. But listen, I'm sure Sheila won't either. But she starts talking to Seth at the grocery store and they get to hitting off. They don't, you know, start dating right at first they just start talking like and I in my mind I envision you know Sheila making it a point to go to this grocery store because I remember like one time I used to go to 7-Eleven like for no reason every morning just because it was this dude that, that I liked come to find out he was crap okay so listen I Sheila was going out of her way in my mind to go see Seth and so eventually I guess maybe he was like, or she was like, look, I'm tired of coming up here for groceries that I ain't eating. So, like, we gonna do this? Can we go out on a date? And they did. And so, um, all accounts say that they had a really, really um, good marriage. They were a good match, even though they were so far apart in age. Um, it was about a 10-year age difference. Um, now, the reports that I show, like reading, and I want to make sure that I give props to all the, because the, y'all know that I didn't come up with this information. Like, I actually have to research it. So, um, I I uh, was looking at it on the Oxygen um, channel because that's where I found the story at. And I was saying that, you know, a lot of times people don't realize that when you meet someone, you legit think that you're going to be with them forever. And that's what Sheila thought. She thought, okay, well, listen, I'm invested in, I'm, I'm going to invest in this person. Um, she meets him. She supports him while he goes to school because Sheila has a successful daycare. And um, from everything I read, like she was getting grants, she was getting awards. Um, her daycare had a waiting list, so they weren't hurting for money. So she was able to support Seth while he went to school. And while he was going to school, he ended up getting, um, becoming a citizen and then also being able to start his own business. So the couple ended up growing financially and I'm sure they ended up growing in other ways as well, but they were able to purchase a nice house in a beautiful gated community. And the home is beautiful. I'm going to put a picture on our Such a Lady um, Instagram page, Such a Lady 30 Instagram page and on our Facebook page, but the house was nice. Um, and they actually built an apartment at the um in the bottom level of the house well the first person who was a tenant in the apartment was Sheila's brother so Seth seemed like a cool guy from everything that I could read he seemed like he was an okay guy I didn't know him personally but I mean you came over here you were a hard worker you know what I mean you went to school you 
married your wife. Y'all have this nice house. You let her brother come stay with you. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it seems like they were headed in the right direction. That's what it seemed like. But as we all know, if things were great, then this wouldn't be something that y'all would be listening to. Um, so apparently things weren't as great as they seemed. And I was trying to figure out why everything that I read kept saying that they just kind of grew apart. Now, Seth, like I said, Seth didn't have any kids with um, Sheila, but he did have an older daughter. Um, so when I guess they grew apart, I'm not sure why. Seth stayed at the house, but Sheila moved into the um, daycare. I guess the daycare had a place for her to stay at. So that's what she did. And they were in the process of getting a divorce. Well, in the process of them getting a divorce, Seth is moving on his life. He's like, listen, you know what? Um, Time is something I can't get back. You know what? I can't reclaim my time, Um, but I'm going to try to find somebody else. And he ends up meeting Eunice and she's from... Ghana too. So it was kind of like, okay, well, look, she's from where I'm from. And Seth's friend, his friends would say that they hit it off because they had the same, um, you know, dialect. They had the same, you know, they had a lot of things in common. That's kind of like, you know, if you date somebody who's a Mormon, y'all got stuff in common. You date somebody who's an Israelite, don't date. Okay, never mind. If you date somebody who's an Israelite, you know, y'all got stuff in common. So Seth and Eunice had stuff in common. They were closer in age. They were from the same place. They could talk together, you know, and laugh together. For all the pictures, they looked really, really happy. And they only dated for a little while before Seth was like, listen, I don't want you to go home at night. I want this to be your home. Oh, that was so sweet. And so she moved into the big house. Like, she moved in. And from what I read, they were together for about six months before she decided that, um, okay, listen, I'm going to go ahead and move in with you, boo. And she moved in. Six months, to me, I mean, seems like a long time. Because when I was looking at the house, he probably, I'm thinking like two, three months tops. Like, and then I'm going to be in there. I'm I'm just saying, because the house was nice. Like, the first time I got over there, I probably wouldn't have left. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, what? what are the squatter laws here? Like, I need to know, like, because I'm not leaving ever. But she, he, she ended up not having to leave because he wanted her to stay. And that's an awesome feeling when a man, like, wants you to stay. He seemed sincerely happy with Eunice. Like, all of his friends could tell. Like, even in the pictures, like, you can see, I mean, you know, there's always a story behind the picture, but just looking at the pictures of them, they seemed like they were really, really happy. They were a beautiful couple. And um, they had some good news. Seth had just celebrated his 40th birthday. And so if they were 10 years apart, then that would make Sheila, what, 50? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, I was just trying to math the math up. So, okay, so they were celebrating Seth's 40th birthday party. And they also had some other news. So they're at the the big house, okay? They're at the big house and they're telling their friends happy birthday to Seth. We have some other news. Um, Guess what? We're engaged. So now Sheila's husband is engaged to Eunice. Okay, y'all keeping up with me now because they're not divorced yet. They're in the process of getting a divorce, but Seth and Sheila, they not divorced yet. But Seth is now engaged to Eunice. And that does happen like that sometimes. I mean, it does. People get engaged to other people while they still marry. Um, 
I mean, you're not supposed to do that, but the, it does happen. And so they ended up um, getting engaged, but then they had even more big news. And that big news was that Eunice was pregnant. So Seth was going to be a dad again for a second time, but this is going to be different because now he's with the woman that he's waited forever to be with the love of his life. And, you know, they're going to have this baby and Eunice is about three months pregnant. So they're celebrating this big news with their family. Everyone is excited. You know, I can only imagine like, you know what I mean? Not only is it your birthday, but y'all engaged and a baby's on the way. Like, you know, that's like three big things. So they celebrate. Everyone goes home. It's 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 a good time. I mean, you know, what is that TikTok thing? Um, we had a good time. They had a good time. Like, they legit did. And the next couple of days, people were calling like, you know, I'm sure, hey, that was a cool party. Or, you know, hey, congratulations. Hey, do y'all have some baby names? But they weren't able to get a hold of Seth or Eunice. And eventually someone's like, hey, look, something's not right. We need to find out what's going on. Um, and so they try to get a hold of uh, Sheila's brother. Now, it, now, this is the crazy part. And this is why I say I think that Seth was a good person, because even after him and Sheila um, separated, he still let her brother come stay with him when he got out of jail. Now, Sheila said that she wouldn't let her brother stay with her because she said that he she couldn't trust him. Like he had some things going on and she didn't trust him. But Seth let him still stay at the apartment. Okay, so but y'all stay with me now because remember Sheila said she didn't trust her brother. Okay. So <clears throat> what ends up happening is someone is like they say two different reports. A couple of them say it was Seth's cousin. Another one says it was Seth's friend, but cousin friend, it doesn't matter. Eventually someone calls the police because they can't get a hold of Seth and Eunice and they go over there and they find a horrible crime scene. And I can only imagine, like we were saying before, um, Seth had been stabbed over 40 times and then Eunice had been shot in the back of the head. Well, from what the police say happened, because remember, there were two sets of footprints. So the police say that when Sheila moved out, she still had um, a like a card to get into. I guess they call it a transporter card. Um, so I'm guessing it's like the card that you can get in and out of the the gates with. Well, the brother also had a card to get in and out of the gates with. Now, Sheila said that she gave her car back when she left. Sheila know that that girl ain't got that car back. Girl, you know, listen, first of all, for you to have been with this man for over 10 years and you put him through, you help, no, you put him through school while you, um, you know, you were working I was surprised that she left the house. Like, she was too calm for me. I knew that something wasn't right about this story because she left the house, the big house. I know I keep calling this the big house, y'all, but it was the big house. Um, So she left the big house and moved. She was too quiet for me. Like, sometimes when people are too quiet, you got to be careful. Like, even with me, when I'm too quiet, watch out because I'm thinking. So she had left the big house. She had went and she's staying at the place where the daycare is at. So now she were all these kids that kids make you crazy. So she over here with all these kids, she don't get to go to the big house no more. She is legit going crazy. I know she is. Y'all can't tell me that she not. So 
they say that she didn't know that Seth had moved on. They said that Sheila had no idea. I don't know. And here's my thing. Maybe she moved out thinking they were going to get back together. Because, you know, a lot of times we as as women can think, okay, well, he just need his face. He know I'm a good thing. You know what I mean? And Sheila probably was like, I didn't support this man. I didn't put him through school. He going to come back. Like, I know he going to come back. Like, I'm a good thing. So she probably was thinking that and if she really didn't know that he had moved on like because men is they're different from women like some men don't move loud like he probably was like I don't I don't want to hurt her feelings I don't want to put this relationship in her face so I'm not gonna be moving messy you know so that everybody can run back and tell her oh well you know I'm with someone else it sounded like he really didn't want to hurt the lady so when Sheila did find out that not only was he with somebody else now he was engaged she was living in a big house and she was pregnant can you imagine like the nerve like after everything we've been through especially if she thought they was going to get back together Sheila is pissed like she is I'm telling you she didn't tell me but she's pissed and so she's talking to her brother but here's the thing her brother is um Samuel but Sheila had a boyfriend. Listen, y'all, she had a boyfriend. Now, his name was Delford. Now, this is the crazy part because a lot of times women will get with another man just to either say they're not single or to be, um, be you know, show the other person they don't have to, they're not the only person that wants them because I know I've done that. Or C, just, you know, just get you know they say the best way to get over a man is to get under another one that is not the truth but a lot of times people do that so I don't know if Sheila was with this man just because or she had a a reason for being with him I don't know but what ends up happening is that um they go over to the house after they find that Eunice and Seth are dead and they go and they're talking to Sheila and she's like, well, you know what? I've been here with the kids at the daycare. She has her alibi. Well, they're like, well, what about your brother? And she's like, well, he's out of town. Like, and he doesn't have a cell phone. And I don't know what to tell y'all because he couldn't have did it because he's not here. So Sheila was able to provide her brother with an alibi. Um, and then the police were like, okay, well, that's what's up. But of course they didn't stop looking there. Now in the, in the big house, of course they got cameras of course they see you know what's going on and they were able to see that that transporter card that sheila um and her brother had they could see that it had been used and then the cameras they could see that there was a car that went through before um sheila before Eunice and Seth had gotten home, but you couldn't really read the license plate, but they could tell that that car had gone through that, um, the gate before. So they were looking at this stuff. They were actually investigating. They were doing their job and I'm so proud of them. And so when they continued investigating, they found out that not only had it been that Sheila lied about giving her key card back she still had a key to the house the brother was a tenant there um like the it was starting to add up like the story wasn't making sense and then again remember the overkill who wanted to kill this man so bad like and when they're looking at it he's still married 
And not only this, here's the crazy part. The divorce was set to be final a month after Seth was found dead. And they both had large insurance policies out on each other. And I'm not talking, you know, no $5,000 insurance policies. They both had large insurance uh, large life insurance policies. And here's the thing. If you, if you only make about $15,000 a year, you're not going to have a $300,000 life insurance policy. I mean, you could, but I don't know how you're going to pay for it. Um, but this couple was, they stayed in a big house. So (laughs) I know y'all sick of me in a big house. They stayed in a big house and then she stayed in the big house daycare. So that being said, they had some money. So now the police are looking like, okay, they were just getting ready to get a divorce. She had this huge life insurance policy on this man. And then Sheila did the thing that, man, pissed me off. Do not, if you ever going to kill somebody and you got a life insurance policy on them, do not call the insurance company the next day. I'm telling you, I work for an insurance company. We definitely are looking like, please don't. Sheila called about the life insurance policy the next day the very next day okay so (laughs) i'm just saying she didn't wait she did not wait she called them the blood wasn't even dry yet they hadn't even really started investigating this case yet so the police are like okay this is starting to look real bad so they bring in her brother samuel they like okay she said that he wasn't involved but we gonna bring him in listen y'all this is why if you're gonna do some dirt do it by yourself don't tell nobody but god i'm for real you can't even trust your own brother sheila's brother folded like (laughs) listen he sang like a canary he did not he did not even pretend as soon as the police picked him up he started singing he was like listen me and old Delford went over there and when we got there um Eunice was there and she started yelling at us like why are y'all here and then she was acting crazy and so um Delford shot her in the head like can you imagine being at your new house and you are excited about this baby that's coming and then all of a sudden you got these men and then not only that but you were staying with me like because this is my house now because I stay here now so you were staying here and you know what I mean and then you come in and then you kill me like that's just oh my gosh that's crazy and then she's pregnant you know and I can only imagine her trying to defend herself like oh my gosh I'm so happy and then that quickly that that joyous moment is taken away but then they didn't just shoot her and then Seth was there they had to wait for Seth to get home so they're waiting for this man to get home in order to kill him he gets home and then they just go at it they're just stabbing this man and so um for Sheila to not let her brother come stay with her because she said she didn't know how, um, if she could trust him, she sure did use him. She didn't have no problem using him to go over here and kill this man. Like I'm like, just didn't make no sense. And then the brother said she didn't have anything at all to do with it. He didn't throw her under the bus and run over. He sure did not. But of course she said that he couldn't stay with her. See, I'm just telling you, you got to watch the company you keep because this is his sister. It'd be your own family sometime. I kid you not. Well, anyway, so um, they talked to him and, you know, he's telling everything that happened, but he's saying that Sheila didn't have anything to do with it. Um, They ended up arresting Delford and they ended up arresting um, Samuel 
and they charged them both with murder. They were both given life, but they didn't really have anything, um, any proof on Sheila. I mean, they had a lot of circumstantial evidence, but they didn't really have anything set in stone um, that said that Sheila had done it. And since nobody was telling on her, there wasn't anybody. I mean, the police, their hands were tied. But when they went to the house, um, you know, to do some investigating, there was a candle there. And I'm <laughs> come to find out Sheila was practicing voodoo. I hope she, listen, I, I serve... Jesus. So she don't be trying to come put no curse on me. Do not because <laughs> I'm coming by the blood of Jesus. But she had put on this voodoo candle, um, all this on this candle, she had put that um she wanted Seth to die and like she put like all this stuff on there. Nothing on the candle said anything about Eunice, but it was a candle that, you know was meant for voodoo like she had engraved this like she was intentional about making it clear that she wanted this man dead and she went to no limits to make it happen and I think that um Eunice just so happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time I mean I think that Sheila didn't care whether she lived or whether she died but I feel like Seth was the person who they were going in there for well eventually they said that the handwriting on the candle was Sheila's so it was clear that she wasn't just an accidental beneficiary of Seth's death but she was actually a part of the plot to have him killed and so um Sheila was actually convicted in June of 2012 of two counts of conspiracy to commit first degree murder after entering an Alfred plea. And if y'all don't know what an Alfred plea is, it's where you say that you're not going to admit that you did something, but there's enough evidence to go to trial where you could go to jail. So you're just going to say, I'm not, I'm just going to go ahead and say, y'all, give me a sentence, but I'm not going to say I'm guilty. And that's what Sheila did. And she was, um, her, her sentence was in the plea deal that she would get no less than 10 years in prison. Um, but no more than 20. And she was released from custody last year, 2021. Um, so that is our toxic love story gone wrong. So, Hey, check this out. Y'all meet me over at uh, such a lady 30 on Instagram and such a lady on Facebook. We are working to get our website up because we have some merch that we're putting together. Y'all, I am so excited about everything that's going on with such a lady fam. Like y'all need to get excited too. Like I am so thankful that y'all did not give up on me because it was so many times that I just gave up or thought that, you know, it wasn't enough. I wasn't given enough or I wasn't good enough, but y'all continue to keep supporting. And so I definitely appreciate y'all and I'm going to do everything I can to show you all how much I love and support you all back. So, um, every week going forward, I'm going to pick a special guest, um, a special, such a lady, and, um, I'm going to send her a candle. So this week it was Michelle and next week, um, who knows what it'll be. Now the candles won't go out to the end of the month simply because, uh, um, right now, um, that's the way it's going to be. It could change at any time, but right now they'll go at the, at the end of the month. Um, so I could do one big batch and then, um, stay tuned because we're going to have a lot of different things. Y'all listen, message me, come talk to me. We're family. I hope you all have a great week. Don't forget to be great on purpose and, um, don't 
forget to check out and follow me on all of our social media pages so you can get your such lady tips on how to keep you safe and to keep you out of jail. All right, y'all be safe. Love you. Bye.